0: Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you.
1: It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's Radio Sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Jordan, I have a quick announcement that I'd like to make. Please. And this is, you know, I like to get the business out of the way at the top of the show. Yeah.
2: Last week that's on... What jo- you, that's, I mean, that's a, it's a good entertainer strategy you lure the men with business right logistics right i mean that's what i think the first time listener wants to hear they want to hear our business housekeeping
1: that's how i got hooked on program
3: notes
2: yeah so uh tour dates. List your tour dates before the podcast starts. A week ago, yes.
1: Jordan you and I recorded the very last episode of Jordan Jesse Go.
2: Yeah, I mean it was a beloved show and you know spent part over, of me is sad to see it go, but oh, it had run its course. Over 10 years we
1: spent. Our guest by the way, a uh, stand-up comic, uh the host of NPR's Ask Me Another, uh memoirist Yes, uh, Ophir Eisenberg. Hello, hi Ophir. I'm
4: really happy to be in the aftermath.
1: Well, I want to include you in this conversation okay. because you, you are. It turns out you're a very auspicious guest. Oh yeah, um, because <laughs> Booker is
4: really not doing much for you. Uh,
1: well, we uh, initially we were going to get Bette Midler to sing "Wind Beneath My Wings." Oh, yeah. <laughs> but they said, "Well, what about o- Ophir
2: Eisenberg from Asking Another?" Right. And we're just like book us whichever one has more costume changes, <laughs> yeah. and it turned out to be you. It
4: was me. Yep, yeah. two two in five Sim- minutes. So just Civil let us know black
2: need- strappy tank was all we were looking for. Just let us know when you need to change or you need to put on a new wig, and we'll just vamp.
4: Yeah. Okay. I know the current wig I have, which is a it's a Halloween classic.
2: <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, Ophira comes in full bride of Frankenstein. I know. Uh, let me uh, let me explain the situation for your benefit. Maybe uh, a, pink, a maybe a and, pink rave number
1: later. Yeah. Just a thought. You know what? I've got it in blue. So we were celebrating over ten years of doing the podcast, Jordan mm-hmm. Jesse Go, and Jordan and I both have burgeoning careers in the entertainment industry. Sure, um, we're bound to take off at some point. Yeah, uh, more more and more often, people are suggesting to us that we should go into entertainment. Mm-hmm. And so we thought, well, this is the perfect place
2: to end Jordan-Jesse-Go one week ago. And I think there was a disagreement about when there's a jug of iced tea and a jug of lemonade, whether or not you should mix them. Right. I think that was the core issue, but... Oh, right. wait, wait so, a second. Who, who sided on what side? Uh, no mix. Uh-huh. I felt that
1: you should mix them to make an Arnold Palmer. Sure. I guess maybe I should clarify my position.
2: I don't think you should not ever settled mix them. We this issue
1: last week by
2: ending Jordan <laughs> I Jessica sure, I brought forever. it up again, though. I'm I sorry. Worry. Old wounds. Old wounds. <laughs> I'm not saying you should never mix them. I'm just saying just for me it's an occasional treat. I think salty. iced tea is the perfect beverage.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: You don't need to fuck with it. So we
1: decided to end Jordan Go last week. Now, this week we're starting a new show. hmm Jordan and I are hosting it together. It's going to be a kind of weekly comic chat. We'll have a guest on most weeks uh, to talk with us. Um, It's going to be a sort of free form. We will have a, a recurring segment called Momentous Occasions. We're calling this new show Jordan, Jesse, Go!
2: Yeah, now, I think this I mean I think you can liken this to, you know, the comic book publishing worlds, you know, every couple of years you just need to you need to end things, you need to start again. Okay, remake so this is, the universe. Right, this yeah. is
4: the right, the new the new Fresh start. Yeah. It's not really a takeoff. I think right? we, or can,
2: the we can refer to no. This
1: uh, the the new show. It's in the same pot. It's, it's it it has the same RSS feed. Okay. Ophira, okay. 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 Yeah. All right. So you don't have to Thank unsubscribe and resubscribe. It has the same RSS feed, but it's a new show. Hmm. We're doing a, This is a new show. Yeah.
2: And I know the titles are similar. So just like for people, for people who want to catalog these things, maybe for people who are updating Wikipedia, just refer to this. What we are in now is 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 Jordan Jesse go post Flashpoint. Everything else okay. leading up to this is pre Flashpoint. <laughs>
1: Got it. So, however, so and I think that made a lot of sense last week, but like United Airlines.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: I care. I don't ever like a sentence that starts that <laughs> We're way. We're taking a cue from United <laughs>
2: Airlines. I also we have not seen the news. You know, listen, we love United Airlines. We're very excited about the Fire Festival coming up. Oh, I can't! I can't
1: get enough robot press juice. So, um, uh, like United Airlines, we Jordan and I are always plugged in to our audience, which we consider a, a kind of customer base. Mm-hmm. And we're always listening to their thoughts and opinions about the show. Sure. Smart. What I heard when last week's show went Mm -hmm. out was that people were very upset Mm -hmm. about the ending of Jordan, Jesse Go. This was a beloved treasure in their lives, something they came back to week after week after week after week. They didn't want to have to get to know a new show. They didn't want to have to get to know a new cast, a new format. Um So many driveway Uh, moments that they could reflect
4: upon. They didn't want to lose those. exactly.
1: And so uh, I would like to announce that this will be the final episode of Jordan, Jesse, Go! Next week, we will return to Jordan, Jesse, Go! So this week's episode, the final episode of Jordan, Jesse, Go!, as beginning next week, and again, you you will not have to change your RSS feed. Sure. You don't have to subscribe and unsubscribe.
2: Um, we're, not... bringing, we're bringing back the classic show.
1: Exactly. So we are bringing back the classic show next week, Original Formula. Mm-hmm. the same Jordan and Jesse you love, the same old format that you love, momentous occasions that you loved, you will not have to deal with the new elements. The uh, You won't have to deal with a new name, Jordan, Jesse, yeah. go. You won't
2: have to deal with a new host, Jesse and Jordan. It sounds
4: a lot like what Coca-Cola did back in the day. And I, I don't
2: know. Also, don't know. oh, Wally West will be the Kid Flash again.
1: <laughs> so I just want to let everybody know that we've heard your complaints. We will be seeing this episode of Jordan, Jesse, go through to completion. Mm-hmm. Uh, because we already said we already booked Ophelo, we already did the whole thing, we announced it. We I don't want to I don't want to lie to people. Mm-hmm. However, but it's over. This is the end. Okay. This is the beginning, the I'm, middle and the end I can't, of Jordan Jesse Go. And next week we will be returning to doing Jordan Jesse Go. I feel honored. It's yeah. incredible. Yeah.
4: Honor. I I I can't, I don't even know what to say.
1: It's like, no. you know, to, to, you are to us as Tom Hanks is to Conan.
4: <laughs> it's I mean to be part of something from the ground floor, and to see how it was finally realized.
2: And then, yeah, but I think just to warn you, yeah. because what you are in right now is essentially a kind of a rebooted Jordan Jesse go. Sure, fans right. will hate this episode, of
4: course, because yeah. it sounds like too different. It's change. Sure, yeah. people don't react well to change. They're sure, freak right. out. Our like...
2: costumes are slightly different. I... We have slightly different costumes. Yes, yeah. there's a, there's a, there's a, some detailing on Jesse's breastplate. Right. That they it's don't different. like. Um, so, yeah, this will be a hated episode that will be, you know, the source of a lot of, like, online sketches. Sure. Song parodies. So
4: I, just be prepared for that. I didn't that. like the memes I saw just leading up to it.
2: Celebrity screenwriter uh, I was, Max Landis will do a famous rant about how bad this episode uh-huh. is. I am. I was very concerned about the memetics yeah. of the situation. Uh-huh. Um, that was
1: all—and and, and Ophira, not just not just memes— Also, macros. Macros?
3: Mm.
1: (laughs) Macaroons? (laughs) Macaroons. Well, not just macaroons, macarons. The viral macarons. The French kind, the colorful kind, both the coconut kind and the French colorful kind. Have you ever
4: had a viral macaron?
1: I have not. Are, I, I had to get a, I had to get a shot for that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a viral got, I got hepatitis B from yeah. a macaron in Paris once. <laughs> Listen, that, I, was at,
2: the viral I was at the fire festival. <laughs> yeah. By the way, we're recording this, I should just say. <laughs> this is hot news. When we're, we're recording, recording this. this. Yeah, you're probably sick of the fire festival by the time you're hearing this. And also, someone may die at this thing. Mm-hmm. So I apologize if between the time we recorded this and the time this goes up, Someone has been like picked apart by crabs at the fire festival.
4: I'm just gonna say, if you call something the fire festival, you're hoping someone will die.
2: Sure, yeah, okay? it seems right, yeah, All yeah. Right? You should just call it Shit Show 2017. <laughs> 10000 bucks, they have to charter put a private e- exclamation plane.
4: Exclamation mark for the eyes. You know. Is
2: it possible that the fire
1: festival, the yeah. private Bahamian island mm-hmm. music festival featuring Ja Rule and friends, mm-hmm. Is it possible that this is actually some sort of Peter Thiel fantasy libertarian uh, uh, ideal state? Oh, like is this those Silicon Valley those Silicon Valley disruptor guys? Do you think they created the Fire Festival as a preliminary test of a mm-hmm. later system to be implemented on a country that they buy?
4: Well, the question is. Does anyone mm. have that kind of mastermind? Yeah. And I would say, Jesse Jordan, that we always want to believe that
1: person exists, the mastermind. We do. But they don't. My name is Jesse Thorne, but go keep going. <laughs> <laughs> what did you, did you call him Jesse,
2: Joyce? Jesse, Jesse Jordan? J- Jesse Jordan. Jesse Jordan. Oh, Jesse Jordan, yeah. Uh.
4: <laughs> but I was looking in two different <laughs> like yeah. directions. That
1: was actually <laughs> the most disconcerting <laughs> part of the whole thing. <laughs>
2: uh. I thought you were maybe calling him Jesse Joyce, my co-worker, who oh, yeah. we were talking about on the way up. Oh. Yes. A so very funny Jesse you Joyce. Are all, you're often confused for salty New York, <laughs> earring-wearing, <laughs> vape comic Jesse Joyce, right? Yeah. Well, it's because of my chain wallet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's cargo shorts, but... Cargo shorts? Yeah. yeah. Got it. Is, can you have a chain wallet? on You can yeah, chain. Yeah, you can wallet chain wallet. On on cargo. Can you a, on, Jordan, I? you're from Oregon. As County. I was saying that, I'm like, of course you can put That's a chain wallet on luck. cargo shorts. shorts.
1: Jordan, you traversed the streets sure. of Mission Viejo in <laughs> yeah. 1996.
2: Of course you, you can, can have chain have a wallet, chain wallet, cargo and a cargo short. short. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know where I was at. I thought they could probably come a slip in the time stream. You're going to need to lift your pickup truck if you want to drive comfortably.
1: Sure, but yeah you can have a chain <laughs> wallet on a cargo short? I just thought maybe You know what they
2: call that? A sublime concert. Right. I just <laughs> thought maybe for a second and it's been a while since I've worn a pair of cargo shorts. I'm I was struggling to remember if cargo shorts even had belt loops. <laughs> like oh, <laughs> like yeah. if you are putting on a pair of cargo shorts, you, you just you, glue them on at the waist. Yeah, you just you're, the the fucks you have are so few that you can you you're fine with the pants falling down. We're fine seeing your Taz, the Tasmanian double boxer shorts at all times.
1: I think most most boxer shorts now do have elasticated panels at the hips. Sure, just so you know, so you don't have to worry about wearing a belt. Mm-hmm. It's optional because of those elasticated panels. And what's nice is if you participate in athletics, they move with you.
2: Oh, that's nice.
1: Yeah. Um, I don't know
2: anything
4: about what you guys are
2: talking about with your milk garments. <laughs> um, I think do you? I think Taz the Tasmanian Devil is due for a comeback. Is he from I Hobart? Th- the, I, oh, what I don't know what Hobart is. He originally is. from Hobart. I think what he's is from Hobart. Tasmania. I believe
4: that's the capital of Tasmania.
2: Yeah. Is he's it? A, he's, a, he's a Hobart. <laughs> I just wanted to know, is he <laughs> Yes, like, he's the mayor you know of Tasmania, so yeah. Is he a so, city
4: yeah. devil or is I he am, a country devil?
1: Ophir, I'm so sick of your fucking NPR humor. <laughs> 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 we get it. You know what the capital of Tasmania is. <laughs> you know is. what?
4: I actually just drove by that street today in LA and I was like, Hobart. What is Hobart? I, I think, think it's Hobarth. Is it Hobarth? Maybe. I, I didn't. Man, listen, I wish we, we had know a these jokes. To look this up. <laughs> we
2: know these jokes kill at the Bell House, <laughs> where everybody's drinking there. Where
4: they make the bells. Craft
2: brews, yeah. Unlike and enjoying the rock and roll humor of Dave Hill. That's right. But. Here in God's United States. (laughs) Here in the heartland of Los Angeles. Don't
4: screw around with your Southern Hemisphere capital here. Thank you. Okay, got it. We're just here to talk about jacking off. I just want to hear more about boxers.
1: Yes. One thing that's upsetting to me. (laughs) Just the one. uh, Speaking of the Tasmanian devil returning, as you know, I spend a lot of time in uh, vintage clothing shows Mm -hmm. um, doing stuff for my menswear blog, put this on, and- the world of streetwear is engaged in a 90s revival at the
2: moment. Okay. Which substantially- oh, that's right, like, Cross Colors is back, and yeah, so, Janko.
1: So Cross Colors, if you have a pair of Cross Colors jean shorts, mm-hmm. and I'm not here to brag, but at one point
2: in my life, I did have a pair of Cross Colors jean shorts. I, I remember asking my mom, I think we were maybe at a Marshall's, mm-hmm. to buy a Cross Color shirt. And- and she did not let me. And I remember her trying to explain why I couldn't have a cross-color shirt. And I, I as a child, it confused me. Mm-hmm. But now what I see she was trying to say is that's for blacks. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> I didn't know. I just liked right. the idea of unity. You just wanted it. Yeah. You thought for us, by us. Yes. <laughs> I'm an us. <laughs> yeah. I should buy something that we made. Yeah. So people. I mean, and I don't see race. So that's like just kind of a thing. That sounds something about me. To be fair, I feel like that was the uh,
1: like rhetorical theme of Cross Colors was (laughs) not seeing race. Yes. Wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, May I ask
4: you a question about the 90s revival of trend?
1: You may.
2: Can I I just say how much
1: cross-color shorts cost? $200. What? Now?
2: Yeah. Like a new pair or just a pair from back in the day? Just a pair from back in the day cost $200. (gasps) That's, yeah. Yeah. I
4: know. Everyone just like find yours, I guess. Some people have to have them somewhere in a trunk. Yeah. No no one kept that. They've got to be.
2: Is it, I don't think. You know, I think you are right. I think if they are anywhere, they are in a trunk. They're in
4: a trunk. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) With the, on the body. Yeah. Still on the body. Um, I feel like it's not being re-realized in a different form. It's exactly what it was in the 90s. I like it when the the 80s is re-realized but it's like the 2010 take on the 80s for example. But I feel like the 90s has come back exactly as the 90s. Is it because it's not far away enough?
1: Mm, That's an interesting question. That's interesting. I am mainly disappointed Mm -hmm. that I'm not seeing more people Wearing a different world style flip sunglasses.
2: <laughs> you know, and what yeah. I think part of what it is, that's an interesting question, is because I think that now that you can get everything. Right. You can just get the old you shit. You can just get what it was. You, didn't have to re, you don't have to reimagine it because you can just go on eBay and buy the genuine article.
4: Yes. I do not think ironic T-shirts will come back.
2: Oh yeah, like wearing a gas station T-shirt that says Ed or Frank on it,
4: or right, something like childish or cartoonish. Like I feel like that's just we we took that on, and it's just been watered e- down.
2: Yeah, well, I mean, I you know, and Hello I,
4: Kitty, maybe Hello Kitty.
2: Yeah, I mean, I feel like you know, if you go to like a Target, you know, the adult Spider-Man T-shirt is the main thing that they sell <laughs> these days. Yeah, the the faux <laughs> aged yes, yeah, yeah. Spider- right, right, yeah, t-shirt. yeah,
1: yeah. I know.
4: Right when you see like a uh, uh, right a fourteen year old walking around with like a Journey concert T shirt and you're like
2: all right yeah you know that is it's so interesting I was uh when I was when I was vacationing in New Orleans I I'm sorry where oh sorry New Zadarans got it I <laughs> came across some cool teens uh-huh and wanted to observe them but also didn't want them to talk to me right, right. behind a plant you go. So when we, Ophir, I don't know how old you are. I would guess 18, eighteen, nineteen. Uh, it's close, a couple years. Twenty-three. I would guess. So when we were kids, who wore a Led Zeppelin t-shirt? No, nobody. Who'd, can you describe the person who wore the Led Zeppelin t-shirt? I, you're right. I mostly describe, nobody. I would not describe that person as friendful. No, no. I would. It is a. It is a a guy. With long hair yep. and jean shorts, not cross color jean shorts. Yep. No, they had a. They had a. He may have acquired them in Marshalls. He may have acquired them in Marshalls. They had a loop for a hammer. Yep. yep. this man does not have a hammer. Nope. And it's like the guy who the the guy with hair in his face who would like sit behind the school at lunch and practice guitar. Yeah,
4: I I mean in my town it would have been he would just always be washing his truck.
2: Oh sure okay just always just yeah. Constantly polishing it. Never shiny enough. These cool teens were wearing Led Zeppelin, <laughs> Journey. <laughs> yeah. the, the, like, I don't know. That confused but like, me. What's, yeah. we-
1: what's weird about it is that it gets to a certain point where like, you see a group <clears throat> of teens and one of them's wearing a Led Zeppelin shirt and one of them's wearing a Journey shirt and with all due respect to Journey, I don't think that's Journey has ever been cool right. at all. <laughs> no
2: no no yeah <laughs>
1: like, right. even at the peak of Journey I sure. don't think they quite were yeah. concert t-shirts
3: <laughs> Even, but I think, yeah. Even I think,
1: when they were the biggest selling act in the world, <laughs> I think people at Journey concerts were looking around like, I hope nobody recognizes <laughs> me." <Sure.
3: laughs> right. Like,
1: it's not like, even like the girls would wear the uh, T-shirts or anything.
4: No, just everyone was just like, I, just at it. We'll, buy, uh, we'll buy the records and make out later.
2: Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, and I think that has all been lumped. Because, right, because the Led Zeppelin T-shirt guy from our youth probably hates Journey more than anything. Yeah. It's ah, probably yeah. his mortal enemy band.
1: I think all Led Zeppelin. Led zeppelin shirt wearers who are committed to led zeppelin
2: would not be like the uh, journey shirt wearer yeah um they're natural enemies sure i think so too but i mean i think for your modern your cool teen yeah he's grabbing these at the hot topic or the h&m or the target or the t- or, you know what or the fucking target yep. i think it is all just lumped into like i'm into classic rock or i I'm, you know what i blame yeah i blame
1: journey for collapsing irony
2: yeah, <laughs> right. Exactly.
1: <laughs> the The high quality of Journey's guitar pop uh-huh. was in initially was rejected for not being cool.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Then later was adopted ironically, but it was too difficult to appreciate ironically because of its high quality. Because of course everyone loves "Don't Stop Believing." It's a it's like a perfect pop song. Sure. Yep. And so that irony sort of it, it all formed into a perfect diamond Mm -hmm. and when that happened you no longer had a leg to stand on if you were trying to like something cool sure led zeppelin uh uh, was engaging in sex acts involving fish (laughs) sure but daniel you didn't know about that daniel made a very that's the main thing about led zeppelin i don't
4: remember the fish sex acts
1: yeah they penetrated someone with a fish that's a famous that's like the most was it a real fish
4: though yeah
2: of okay. course. Does it make a difference <laughs> to you? A, well,
4: yes, because it wasn't, you know, like it's a like a plush
2: <laughs> fish. Ophir no is a vegan, and just wanted to make sure that if someone was being penetrated, yeah,
4: yeah I just wanted to check out real the fish. Was. Yeah, that was really the most important thing to me.
1: And then it Thank all you. just becomes one like a carp group. Don't we don't need know. to know, I don't know. what. what the, what's wrong with kids today? Is it's too hard to tell who the enemy is. Yes,
4: that's why you know. And who they think the enemy is?
1: Who? They think the enemy
2: is the past. I'm telling you, they
4: think the enemy is the past. So, wait, so well, they're, they like the past. So they're no. wearing the
2: t-shirts to mock
4: the past. They like the past on their level, mm. not on your level. Mm. Dun, mm. Dun, you know dun, what? Dun. I'm more afraid of. I think it. I was afraid of the past though, as a child.
1: So. Yeah, I've had two very vivid, two very vivid uh, old man feelings lately. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> One was when I realized that I was listening to, by choice, both Steely Dan and Paul Simon's Graceland. Mm-hmm. In fact, I wrote an, an entire essay on Graceland for Bullseye this week about how I was reenacting an ancient dad ritual by listening to Graceland <laughs> driving to, driving my daughter to school. Um, the other is I read an article in the San Francisco Chronicle. I'm not a big newspaper reader. I'm not here to... not. But you do go
4: to other newspapers outside of well. The ones.
1: I read the San Francisco Chronicle sports section because I'm a fan of the San Francisco 49ers and Fair the San enough. Francisco Giants All and right. the Golden the Golden State Warriors. Yes, and so uh, that's you know there's not a lot of coverage of that in the Los Angeles Times, I imagine. And when you're there, you notice the top articles list. Mm-hmm. In the top article, the big news in the San Francisco Bay Area is Bart, the subway yeah. in the San Francisco Bay Area um a train was invaded by 40 to 60 teens mm-hmm. uh who beat the people up on board and stole their stuff <laughs>
3: what? oh boy
1: then got off and, and and ran away into into the neighborhood
4: teens organized probably through their apps
1: i think it's what's yeah, called yeah they probably got an app it's probably a flash mob yeah yep if it's not a flash mob it's definitely a mashup did they all <laughs>
2: Did they all break it to a song from Lay (laughs) Miz? Right. That's how you could tell if it's a flash
3: mob. Got it. um, Or
1: at least, uh, yeah, their version of La La Land. San Francisco Land. Sure. When I read about that, a young person's reaction to that is to think, holy shit, how do they coordinate that? Like, how do I get in on this giant robbery? Probably Slack. That sounds fun. Probably Slack. Whatever, right? Slack.
2: Not just a general. It's fun because you can put emojis in there. Sure, yeah, gifts. right, exactly. A
1: general sense of threat from all people under the age of twenty-one, mm-hmm. which is what I wh- what I immediately felt. Right, that's was what a... I
4: thought. They're coming to get me. That's yeah. what I
1: thought. Teens are coming. To get They're me. coming to get me. <laughs> <laughs> but if teens are making their move. Like that specifically yeah. is what I was thinking. I've long sus- I've suspected teens are preparing to make their move. This is teens making their like, move. And,
4: and why didn't we make our move? Because we couldn't, it was difficult to be organized. Yeah, and we now didn't that have the yeah.
2: We organized. had to look in the back of zines and see <laughs> when right? the flash mob was to beat up everybody on and public we transit. We missed it because yeah. And you had to get that one zine that was the list of all
1: the other zines. Yeah, and you had to yeah, write yeah. away, you had you to had get a mail. postal money what? order. There was no Venmo. I um, these teens on the Bart. I bet they're Venmoing each other like crazy. Yep. Oh, I stole a phone. Here's ten dollars from my Venmo because f- I got. I'm gonna sell the
2: phone. It's, right, and I all mean, that's Venmo- now. Let's do Molly, and we're not, and we're polyamorous probably. Let's wait for the drop. I I, oh, I do find the whole gender
4: amb- ambiguity thing kind of interesting in the <laughs> sense because I think I was I I had was. I liked both men and women and mm. whatever, and I didn't care, but I didn't have a term and sure. I felt alone on it. Uh, but, and then just like life went its own route. But I think, uh, there is a difference between being gender ambiguous and not liking anyone. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
3: Which is possibly sure.
1: gender misanthropy. <laughs> yeah. Exactly.
2: Just not wanting to pick anyone
3: cause yeah, you don't like that's anyone.
2: Right. We call a Led Zeppelin fan.
4: <laughs> Led Zeppelin. I'm sorry. I interrupted you. No,
2: no, that's okay. Mm. Uh, um, uh, uh, my oh, i had an old man moment this week too uh i my walk to work i usually go down uh i usually go down melrose nice place to get a nice coffee and one of the is well, that, that goes straight over to the grove doesn't it yeah right to the grove got it get a nice coffee and it is it is one of the only streets where you still see band posters you can look at a nice band poster.
4: I love band posters.
2: Love a band poster. I'll, I there's a there's a there's a little place called Headline Records. I like to stop at that window, check out those band posters, mm-hmm. see who's coming to town. I was on my I was walking there today. Saw a band poster. This nice design. Looked like it was some woods or something. Yeah. Checking out this band poster. I'm like shit. I don't know any of these fucking bands. Yep. I don't know. And I, like, I, I listen, I'm used to not knowing the bottom Coachella bands. That's, that's fine. fine. That's, that's fine. I that's think, your life. That's your chosen lifestyle.
1: But I didn't. You've chosen to pursue other things. You like, you watch Archer. For instance. Sure. There's, you know, who Lucky Yates is. The
2: voice <laughs> of Krieger. Right. Sure. On yeah. If he was headlining Coachella, I don't <laughs> yeah. know if he has a music project. would yeah. be there. I'd check it out. Yeah. Not only did I rec- not recognize the small bands, I worked my way up and the top band, I didn't know what it was. The real worry yeah comes in here. I just figured out what the chain smokers is. And I didn't like it. I thought it was bad. That's okay.
1: okay. That's okay. Thank I you. think that is correct. Thank you. My biggest my biggest issue is when I'm driving my car on the freeway, which mm-hmm. is a type of large road that we have here in Los Angeles with more than one lane. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And a uh, car is like a personal subway. Mm-hmm.
4: Okay. And they're free to go anywhere.
1: Exactly. Okay. And uh, I'm driving and I'll drive past the Staples Center, the mm-hmm. arena, and there's a huge LED screen that advertises who's, who's playing at the arena. Mm-hmm. And it'll be say, say hollow notes on there, right? Sure. And I'm thinking, huh, well, maybe I'd like to go see hollow notes. I, mm-hmm. I really like hollow notes. Uh, maybe that'd be interesting. And there's another thing. And uh, it's also playing the 20,000-seat mm-hmm. staple Center. I don't know what that thing is at all. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I'm unfamiliar with this thing that 20,000 people have chosen to pay $150 each to see.
2: But, Jew <laughs> But, but, but <laughs> It's J-U hyphen B-O-R? What is it? Is it, it? A okay. DJ? <laughs> I would like to justify this though. Is it from Korea?
1: All I want is for it to be a famous Armenian thing. (laughs) Sure,
2: (laughs) but I am free. The reason the reason I'm not I haven't heard about this is cultural, not that. I'm death is close coming. To death. Yeah, sorry.
3: But is
4: it is that thing right? I don't think it's the same thing. I just don't think that you're saying it's an old man moment. I had an old lady moment, which I will share in a moment. Please. But is the fact that you don't perhaps know that YouTube star Jubor. potentially or whatever that is, <laughs> is not so much because you're out of touch, is because it is actually not for you. But the way entertainment is so niche now, they know that they will bring. They know how to sure. target those if people. If I knew so.
1: about YouTube star Butterfly Baby, I would love her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would love her if I knew about her. The problem is, I'm too old to know about her. Okay,
2: maybe. Yeah, maybe. and, and I think you're right. And I think I, think- I want to
1: know what's in that makeup <laughs> hole.
2: Yeah, <laughs> it's true. Um, yeah, uh, I was. I'm trying to think of a song parody. This is how old I am. I was trying to think of it. My one up to that was like, I want to see their song parody of Blank. And I'm like, shit, what's that butt song?
4: What's that song about big butts? <laughs> big butts? Yeah. Mix-a-lots?
2: No, no, that's a current butt song. Although it's probably oh, an not old even... butt song. Yeah. What's <laughs> a, older What's butt the song. newest what's one of the most recent butt songs? All most... about that bass? Yes, that's the one I couldn't okay. remember. Oh, yeah. And that's like a two year old. That's about two or three song. years old now, yeah. That's the most current butt song that I know. Yeah, yeah there might be one more. Uh, I got into an Uber in
4: New York. Yes, and the woman was playing a, a like a pop, top mainstream radio station. Sure, that was hip hop, and she said, "Would you like to listen to any particular kind of music?" And I went, "No, this is fine." And then she decided to take it upon herself to change it. <laughs> and what did she put on? Sting.
2: Like an album, yeah. <laughs> like a Sting
4: album, yeah, like the one with "Fields of Gold." Wow, because I I knew that song, and I just thought she looking at me and going, <laughs> I, "I know what she's gonna like." She doesn't want to admit it to me right now, but I'm gonna get. She us. wants that sting. I
2: I I had. Do
4: I look? Adult contemporary. I think I got, already, let me stand. I think
2: I got you beat. Ooh, okay.
1: Give me a loop, right. baby.
2: I got. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Ooh, give me some. Give me some ancient music. Some medieval music. Bring in the strings, please. <laughs> I got picked up in a lift by a cool young person.
1: Oh yeah, now we're talking.
2: Getting the lift. Was it Justin Bieber? <laughs> it was not. Oh. But he had abs for days. He was shirtless. <laughs> These handsome lift drivers—they'll pick you up shirtless. Because you can tip in the app. Right. Like, if you can see the goods. Right. Lift chest.
4: I love that choice. Yeah. (laughs) Lift
2: chest. Yeah. Hot club music coming out of this (laughs) car. Sure. Banging. Banging. Sounds banging. Banging. Beats. Mm -hmm. Bass. Treble? Not so much. (laughs) (laughs) It's treble. Yeah. Treble is mixed. (laughs) Sure. Right. Uh, We're driving. We get about a half a block. He's driving. Takes a little look back. Hits a button on the presets. Fucking NPR. Uh, (laughs) Motherfucking. And I loved it. I was glad to hear the news.
4: <laughs> you know, I grew up like, in a. Thank I, you. I'm the youngest of six, and my parents are much older. And when my father was alive as a child, we used to do this thing because we'd be like, What do you want to watch on TV? And we'd go through all the brothers and sisters like, Abigail wants to watch soap operas. Mm-hmm. Amir wants to watch car racing. Ophir wants to watch cartoons. And dad says, Let's watch the news. And we'd <laughs> always do that. Dad mm-hmm. says, Let's watch the news. So we were like, I love
2: what, news. That's what is
4: being old, old is no fun you yeah. just want the news mm-hmm. that's the end of that story <laughs> oh, cool
2: <laughs> it's true i love news and then but i want to eat a vegetable <laughs> and clean my room i love it i'm old i
4: like brand and news yeah
2: <laughs> i like to be regular <laughs> well my bowels to be regular anyway anyways i uh don't like the news yeah yeah well it's seen better days is <laughs> there
1: been times make in my life good?
2: when the news? Yes. Yeah. I find no comfort in it. There is no <laughs> comfort.
4: Although maybe that's the future that you can it's just tune whole, into the news that you like.
1: It's a whole thing that you go to to find out what's wrong that you can't do anything about, and I can't deal with
2: that very effectively. I. Oh, sorry. Go ahead.
4: Yeah, I, I mean, I totally understand this, although I battle it every day because I think I should know these things.
1: I a point came to me, and I shouldn't say this as an employee or a, a,
2: a business partner of National Public Radio. Okay, I maybe, thought, here's, maybe Here's how, here's yeah, how we'll get ahead. around this. Jesse, I know what you're going to say, and I do a great impression of you. Okay. So why don't I say it now? Jordan's about to start talking. Wow. Now. Oh, uh anyway, it's this is Jordan
1: speaking and perfect impression of Jesse. Um at some point I thought to myself should I need feel like I need to know about the news? Do I gain anything from this? Like I think I there's NPR on and around me enough and I glance at the front page of the New York Times enough that I'm vaguely familiar, I'm not going to make any catastrophic mistakes on account of unfamiliarity with my elected leaders or whatever, I thought, maybe I should just watch Archer. <laughs> right.
4: Uh, I have excellent.
2: Yeah. I have... I'm experiencing... It, Thank you, Jordan, by the way. That was amazing. It was, yeah, it was like yeah.
1: listening to myself being reflected back to myself. People
2: call me the Frank Gorshin of podcasting for a reason.
3: <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: uh, so I um, – so I have been getting gradually in like in this recent part of my life gradually more and more into the local news? Me oh, too. Yes. And
4: there's not enough of it.
2: No, more. <laughs> it needs to be there, on constantly. There,
4: no, there honestly is not enough
2: of it. You think there's not enough? Of
4: there's it. a huge problem. I'm surprised as, local news
2: I'm there. surprised as to how much of it there is. Okay. You want more? I want more. Okay. You're a glutton. You should know that our local news is mostly about Usher. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Where he was seen. And <laughs> That's I think right. of that course. like and I'm, I'm like, eh, well, I think that part of this is just symptomatic of having, you know, worked on a topical TV show for a couple of years, and it is really useful for that. I mean, if you can like put on that while you're getting ready, you will absorb, you know, five different things that you can bring to that morning meeting where everybody says what the show should be about. So,
1: are you watching mm-hmm. on television? Yeah, the kind of show. That Bob Saget worked on on Full House.
2: Yeah, kind no, it's like not, a <laughs> local morning
1: news talk no, show.
2: Sometimes I'll watch Good Day LA, uh-huh. but it's a little too insufferable. Good Day LA is
1: a show we have here in Los Angeles for your benefit, Ophira. That's an elderly man surrounded by <laughs> sexy young women. <laughs> yes.
2: <laughs> uh, and, and they, they don't seem to talk, like him much.
1: Yeah, they talk about Usher mostly. <laughs>
2: yeah. Uh, so no, I'll watch a more traditional local news. I mean, I, I would, you know, ideally CBS this morning is on, uh, which is my favorite TV show. What What yeah. do you What do you got on there, Gail? You got Gail. You got Gail King, Charlie I, Rose. I, I I previously referred to her as Oprah's friend Gail, and I think that's demeaning. She's Gail King. She's a great journalist and a great TV host. Right. And own. I apologize for every time I refer to her as Oprah's friend Gail. Charlie Rose. Charlie Rose. And then a third woman. <laughs> <laughs> She's getting there. Kathy Lee. Soon, Kathy Lee. Soon she'll know Oprah. <laughs> but sometimes, sometimes you know, I'm up a little earlier than CBS This Morning, yeah. or I'm, you know, a little bit late. Sometimes I miss it. It's not a long... It's sh- not like the Today Show, which is on for nine hours. It's on for a tasteful two.
4: Right. Uh, yeah, we have something called New York <clears throat> One, mm-hmm. although New York One it, and it is very a very casual lo fi approach to news mm-hmm. uh you were joking that there is a guy that reads the papers every morning. there's a guy that reads the papers every morning. <laughs> he literally holds up the papers to the camera and reads them uh but they just fired a whole bunch of their classic people, oh no, to bring in new younger people youtubers mm.
1: it's like, yeah youtubers we are sh- doing a lot more unboxing probably Jew bore on... <laughs> <Well.
3: laughs> no, New York
2: one. <laughs> Uh so, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. So,
4: but I want more local news because I want more current event. I want more um in the moment local news.
2: Yeah, right. That's what I want. So I was th- I was I was considering this to myself like why am I why am I doing this? Why am I watching so much of this relative to how much I watched it at other points in my life? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, "Oh yeah, there's a functional aspect to this. This is like helpful to me in my day." But also I'm like, "Oh, I guess if now in our current climate Maybe if once the shit gets too upsetting, I just know there's going to be a story about goats who had to clear a hill. There's <laughs> yeah. just going to be some. Uh, going yep. I know that after this explanation of, you know, what what's, what's going down in Syria, with what's going down in Syria, North Korea, the black, like- what the blast radius is. Yeah. There's just going to be a story about how a hill was in danger of catching fire, so they brought in a team of goats (laughs) to eat it all up, or some shit about the super bloom, which is some beautiful orchids that bloomed when there was a lot of rain. Yep like I loved stories about the super bloom when it came. More.
1: I, By I, the way, the the goats uh, have what's called a munch radius. Oh, right.
2: <laughs> yeah. Really? I, I hope I so. I'm yeah, sure, why not.
4: Although I I am obsessed with the super bloom. I've not seen it with my own eyes, but radius. I love the idea of the super bloom until yeah. someone said to me, they're like, "Well, you know how flowers work. They really bloom before everything dies." Oh boy. <laughs> I was like, "Thanks. Thanks for that." Wait a minute. Like the out. sort of like...
3: Um, about the you super blue.
1: he's <laughs> off the throttle a little bit there, Charlie Rose. <laughs> <laughs> not everything has to be a metaphor for all, all of our inf- all of our fallibilities.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah. No, but I like that too, where it's a hard-hitting news thing, and then they're like, and now live from the
2: Swan Festival, you're like, yay! Yeah. I saw what... I saw what... This is... It would, could not have been more perfect. It was a collection of of depressing news stories, and then something about how the Police force horse had a baby horse, and there was a new police horse, and they showed a baby horse. Oh, wow. That is good. That's really good. Yeah. I would like to Little. develop,
1: in the next three <clears throat> to five years, I'm going to need to develop what I would call mm-hmm. a grumpy hobby. Mm-hmm. Something where I can develop long-term expertise, tell other people why they're wrong, and why <laughs> things aren't as good as they used to be. <laughs> <laughs> Um,
4: Should become a, like a clockmaker. Mo- yeah. <laughs> clockmaker
1: clock <laughs> model train layout. Sure, oh yeah. yeah. Those those stores are closing. Um, you can get a lot on, for sale. Like I already I mean one option that's open to me is I already have a lot of records. You know, I'm at mm-hmm. the flea market most weekends. Um yeah, but LPs are not going to cut it. I would have to upgrade to seventy eight. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, something something printed on shellac,
2: <laughs> right?
1: Yeah, that that I can complain about. Something recorded in a field, mm-hmm. yep. Mm-hmm. Um, that's going to be a more fruitful long-term endeavor. Possibly rebuilding a Camaro—that's
2: a good option.
1: Sure.
4: Oh yeah.
2: I mean, just what about something nautical? Oh. You could become a boatman. Well, those people. Those those are people really
1: angry. Boatman? Yeah. Seaman. People <laughs> seaman. Sorry. Yeah. hmm Uh that's true. What uh, are the what are the cockswains, What's preventing you from becoming boatswains. a, a boatman? First first mates. Well, I'd have to buy a boat. Sure. I think they cost about a hundred thousand dollars.
4: You got it, you got it. Boats always had. that's why they're so angry. Those all the cliches with the boats, like you know, uh, they're like jokes, like uh, either you buy a boat, well, you know what owning a boat is like, it's like throwing a million dollars in the ocean, you like, well, they're all those ones. Right? That so is a
2: mess. that is a weird genre of boat, is the boat owner's joke about what a bad investment, right. the Boat was, you're right, but it's like, yeah, but on the that. other hand. You had enough money to
1: buy a boat. Yeah, so you are probably do it okay. That's probably your fourth major category of transportation. <laughs> you really had to you had to get a motorcycle first mm-hmm. and a snowmobile before mm-hmm. you're allowed. before you can qualify for a boat. Right. Boat.
2: They want to make sure you can pay for the Why snowmobile. Why don't you buy a bar? I don't drink. That's perfect. Oh my god, that's I perfect. mean, to ask <laughs> if you ask a bar and hospitality expert John Taffer. Mm-hmm. Yes. I mean, that's a great kind of bar owner because one of the worst kinds of bar owners is somebody who's getting drunk that's right. behind the bar. Drug dealers should not do drugs. Absolutely, don't get high off your own supply. Exactly, I think is the old. But cliche. that's
1: not the. But that's not what "don't get high off your own supply" <laughs> means. That means get high off a different supply. <laughs> Find someone I else. Isn't, I don't think you're. The point of splitting don't hairs. get high on, off your own supply isn't that you shouldn't get high.
2: They encourage Scarface encourages <laughs> getting high. He's high as a kite. I, I, you think you, I think you understand the point here, though, is that like just because. I think you know a, a, a an alcoholic bar owner is the worst kind of bar owner. Absolutely, you're more responsible. You see it not as. What if it's a nautical you see it as themed product. bar? This is good even with better, porthole windows. Even better. And I could
1: practice knots. Sure. <laughs> you guys know how much I love <laughs> knots. Yeah, I I only know the one. What's so, that yeah. the simple the knot?
4: knot? Yeah, the simple knot, right? Yeah. Right what over left about down the under one where over the over bunny left.
1: rabbit goes around and then he goes back in his hole?
4: Oh, like the pretzel? It's like a little
1: yeah, pretzel thing. it goes thing? back in his hole.
3: I like a
2: garlic knot.
3: <laughs> yeah, that's a nice I mean, knot. You know, yeah. it's another tie. Yeah. Mean, you don't need, it, but you know.
2: Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, what if, what about that nautical bar? My favorite knot. You you want me to tell you my favorite knot? Yeah. Afraid knot.
4: Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I've been zinged. That's right. That's right. I think. Have I been zinged? <laughs> not clear. Not clear. Yeah. Didn't quite makes oh. sense. So you
2: said it like a thing, so I'm gonna. I'll I'll, I'll take it as such. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think that's it. I think open a nautical bar. You can, you and can. And that
4: way, the people that you want to make feel bad about their lack of knowledge and whatever your you know grumpy um, sure. hobby, they are just walking in.
2: But what am I making them feel bad about? Bars have
1: gone downhill.
2: You can incorporate. You can have a jukebox there where you can complain about <laughs> that's music. Right. You can complain. Yeah, you can true.
4: always have a new thing mm-hmm. in there that you complain about.
2: You can. You can. You can, go. You can like, pepper it with things you want to complain about. And you'll always have an audience, the people that are there drinking. And not only can that. Can I wear coveralls? I, I i should hope so. I think it's mandatory. And um, fishing boots, <laughs> like, for fly fishing.
1: <laughs> oh, hip like waiters? Waiters? Yeah, hip waiters. waiters? Yeah, yeah,
4: yeah. Yeah, hip waiters. That's good. Yeah, it makes like, a lot
1: of sense. Mm-hmm.
2: I like this waiters idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Couldn't I just take up fly fishing? <laughs> I mean, that will work, too. That's a perfect grumpy old guy thing to do. I think you should be working in the bar and always casting, oh, but just yeah. into nowhere. It's very dangerous.
1: Yeah,
4: sometimes you'll hit somebody in the eye with a hook. That's how they know they have to leave. <laughs> yeah, right.
2: When you get hit with the uh, lure. <laughs> when,
4: when you get actually fishing when you get hit with the lure fishing All right, out. close it. You
2: have to go home, but you can't stay here. And watch right, out for my lure. I'm straightened out. Yeah, we're all straightened out.
1: We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jessica.
2: (laughs) Judge John Hodgman ruled in my my favor.
0: Judge John Hodgman ruled in my
4: friend's favor. Judge John Hodgman ruled in my favor.
2: I'm Judge John Hodgman. You're hearing the voices of real litigants, real people who have submitted disputes to my internet court at the Judge John Hodgman podcast. I hear their cases, I ask them questions,
5: they're good ones, and then I tell them who's right and who's wrong. Thanks to Judge John Hodgman's ruling, my dad has been forced to retire one of the worst dad jokes of all time.
4: Instead of cutting his own hair with a flowbee, my husband has his hair cut professionally. I have to join a
2: community theater group. And my wife has stopped bringing home wild animals. It's the Judge John Hodgman podcast. Find it every Wednesday at MaximumFun.org or wherever you download podcasts. Thanks, Judge John Hodgman.
1: It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorn, America's radio
2: sweetheart. Jordan Morris, Boy
1: Detective.
4: My name is Ofira Eisenberg. I'm a guest.
1: We got something up on the
2: jumbotron this week, Jordan. This is from, excuse me. This is two, Andrew Milko from Ishmael. I'm tired of you biblical, chasing me in that boat. That's the biblical <laughs> pronunciation, Ishmael. Oh, hi, friend. I'm glad you finally made it out to Colorado to work with us. To express this gladness, I've now paid $100 to have your name come out of Jordan or Jesse's mouth. How did it feel? Did you enjoy that? I hope so. I'm not sure this text input box will limit my characters automatically, so I'm just going to stop typing now.
1: Congratulations I think we all (laughs) enjoyed that. uh, To Andrew from Ishmael, famous literary... Character. Boat captain. And...
2: Biblical martyr, you got it. Mm. A lot so of good two, stuff. Two great things. <laughs> two great taste, <laughs> tastes that taste great together. Beautiful. <laughs> great taste, less filling.
1: If you want to get up on the jumbotron, it's <laughs> maximumfun.org/jumbotron. As that jumbotron helpfully pointed out, it's only a hundred bucks for you know a birthday wish or a anniversary
2: gift. A bargain at twice the price. Yeah, why
1: not? Why not get it? Uh, why not get it for your significant other for for your anniversary? It's better than what, jewels or chocolate covered strawberries. What could be more romantic mm-hmm. than the dulcet tones of Jesse and Jordan intoning a reminder of your love?
4: Not only that, but you know, people right now are into gifts. They're into experiences.
1: That's true. Exactly. If you're a millennial, you know that things are garbage, garbage. and experiences rule.
2: Yeah. You love travel, hanging with friends, hikes, and road trips. So while you're listening
4: to a podcast, if you have something that you love... Excuse
2: me, I left one out. What? You love travel, hikes, road trips, Mm. and hearing your name said on podcasts. That is right! The four experiences
1: of a fully realized life. Go to MaximumFun.org slash Jumbotron. Mm. Hashtag van life. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan, Jesse, go.
2: I'm Hal Loveland.
3: I'm
0: Danielle Radford.
2: I am Michael Eagle. And we are the hosts of Tights and Fights, Maximum Fun's newest podcast dedicated to all things wrestling.
3: We'll be talking about Sasha Banks, the Women's Revolution, Sasha Banks, the Brand Split, and Sasha Banks' wigs.
1: And we'll also be talking about wrestler fashion. Some wrestlers wear too many clothes. Some wrestlers don't wear enough
2: clothes at all. And I'll be doing impressions of all your favorite wrestlers. New episodes Thursdays on Maximum Fun
3: or wherever you
2: get your podcasts. Oh, yeah.
1: Dig it. Tyson Bites Podcast.
3: Tyson Bites.
1: It's Jordan, Jesse Goh. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio, sweetheart.
2: Jordan Morris, boy detective.
4: Hey, I'm Ophira Eisenberg, stand-up comedian and guest.
1: It's Jordan, Jesse Goh, the final episode. The swan song for Mm -hmm. one of the least
2: beloved podcasts in American history. (laughs) (laughs) But next week is the return of a similarly hated podcast. Jordan, Jesse Goh. I shouldn't say hated. I should say ignored.
1: Yeah. But it's being relaunched. We're yeah. substantially liked by those who have not ignored us.
2: <laughs> right. If you haven't ignored us, you You're probably tolerate
1: us. You, you loyal it. few, you yeah. band of brothers and sisters, mm-hmm. you people who were into You Look Nice Today 10 years ago and figured that this was second best. <laughs>
2: um, but yeah, I think we've had a good run with this show. But, you know, I'm excited to get back to the old stomping grounds. I know. It's going to feel be... like an old boot.
1: It's going to be really exciting. I, I already dusted off that original formula, put together the 12 herbs and spices. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> this is going to be a flavorful experience next week when we get back to doing Jordan Jesse Go. But for now, let's focus on doing Jordan Jesse Go sure. and making Jordan Jesse Go as good as it can be. Mm-hmm. Granted, not that good, but, you know,
2: it's it's a one-off. Have we decided what the fictional in-universe explanation for the change is going to be? I have to check in with
1: Eric Larson creator of the Savage Dragon yeah Um, he's sort of my idea guy on this kind of stuff Um, once in a while I'll run something by Todd McFarlane but he always just wants to try and sell me one of his Barry Bonds home run balls Mm -hmm. so um, you know uh, uh, I think ultimately um, it's gonna be a time phase shift or yeah I like that makes sense electromagnetic pulse yeah Mm. How about an electromagnetic pulse
2: event? I like that. Yeah, that works for me.
4: Mm-hmm. Great. Seems like something that would happen in spring. That's
1: a
2: really it's a good nice point. time yeah. for pulses. I think
4: it's so. a nice
1: yeah. time for pulses. It's a beautiful time for pulses yeah. and uh, and mega blooms and young love.
3: Oh See? God, yeah. And
2: I mean, goats. And is there a greater? Uh, is there
1: of a greater goats pulse? On
2: is there a greater pulse than the one in my pants? <laughs> 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 I love a dub, love a dub. God, I I can't tell you how much I loved this hillside goat story that I saw.
1: <laughs> that
2: that news that thing of having
1: goats trim your hillside—it's mm-hmm. been going on what five, seven years now. At no point have I gotten the slightest bit tired of thinking about it. It's great. The idea that you can hire a goat herd. Is so thrilling to me. Ophir, do you know about this? Is this not something only that's crossed
3: I,
4: your? So not only do I know about this, but they do it in Brooklyn. They do it in New York. Uh-huh. And I met someone who trains the goats. Oh boy! They don't have to be trained. They just have to be trained not to leave. Okay. Not to just freak out and
2: not to go break into the vintage can store.
1: That's right. That's right. Because that's what they love doing with their little hooves. Yeah. Um, It's hard to keep them out of some of those storefronts, given how much they love mixology.
4: (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so you can get it. That's the next level. You could work with the goats. Think about it. I'm gonna
2: say fuck it to entertainment and just be a (laughs) (laughs) hill goat trainer.
4: (laughs) I I can tell a goat. Goat herd. I can tell a
2: goat not to leave.
1: Jordan if this writer strike happens that's a good plan B. Urban think- Shepherd. Yeah. Oh Urban my
4: god. Shepherd. Urban Shepherd, I just created the next
2: Jesus. Job. You really did. Oh yeah, okay. Well, that's I think that's it. I think I'm going to take what savings I have. Mhm. And yeah, and just maybe just say say fuck it to entertainment and buy those buy those first couple of goats.
4: Mhm. Yep.
2: And get out there to a town that has hills that are fire hazards. And
4: you need that stick
2: yeah well, I gotta have a, st- a, crook, the staff. a the crook staff, yeah my urban crook you can get a little you can get wi-Fi on <laughs> well I mean yeah I'm <laughs> listen I'm gonna be an urban be shepherd honest. but I'm not gonna be a caveman okay I'm yeah. gonna need Wi-Fi but yeah I mean and I think part of, a big for part apps, of apps for apps and I think part of my so- my my urban shepherdry will be having a social media presence so it's important I'm gonna be gramming the goats. I'm going to be snapping the goats.
1: (laughs) Yes, you are.
2: Hashtag goat van life. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) I'm going to put my goats into a van. You know what? Goats coming out of a van, I could watch that all day. Hipsters will love them because they already got little beards. Come
1: on. That's right. Jordan, if I were you, you're in a position of power to negotiate this thing right now. Mm -hmm. You've already negotiated for apps. Mm -hmm. Go ahead and negotiate for apps. Appetizers. Because goats are going to need something to eat. Yeah, they're going to need mozzarella sticks. (laughs) Or, you know, deep fried uh, mushrooms. Or, you know,
2: there's a variety of choices. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's that's what I wouldn't order the deep fried mushrooms for myself, but if the
1: goats want them. Yeah, absolutely. When something momentous happens to you, like you successfully negotiate for a sampler plate of apps Hmm. each day that you are doing your work as an urban goat herd mm-hmm. we ask you to call us at 206-9844-FUN for our segment momentous occasions as this person has run that tape
5: hi it's jesse jordan and guest. i'm calling in with a moment of shame i uh was taking out the garbage a few weeks ago and it was kind of late at night i forgot to lock the door behind me in the morning i came downstairs to find a random stranger drunk in my living room uh, he came in. He helped himself to a beer from the fridge, and on his way to the couch, he noticed the bottle of gin and helped himself to that instead. Drank about three quarters of it. Luckily, that's about the only thing he took, though. So I can count my blessings.
1: Anyway, bye. This is <clears throat> this is what I call an example of pithiness gone wrong. <laughs> so you want more <laughs> info? <laughs> Well, the important part isn't which ones of his drinks he drank. <laughs> it's what happened yes. when he found a guy in his living
2: room. It seems like he just waited it out.
4: But also, I don't understand. Where is this guy living that there's just someone at all times being like, that door's open. Like, you know, that's
2: that's pretty quick. You know, he, he leaves, leaves a door story... open for one second. Yeah. I mean, I feel like this is a story you hear about. I mean, I, you know. As someone who watches the local news in L.A., I heard the story about the woman who broke into Drake's house and stole his sodas.
4: (laughs) But let's be honest. That person's waiting at Drake's house every day.
1: But it seems like this is something. Because usually he only has diet sodas. Can you believe it? They're waiting for him to get regulars and then
2: you can break in and do the do. They want to treat themselves a little bit. yeah, Uh, And they don't like the aftertaste. yeah um maybe cancer it seems like something this is something that happens is like drunk guy or fucked up person goes into a house and just hangs out there yeah i it, that has never crossed my mind when i've been fucked up as maybe i'll just go into a house <laughs> i'm just looking for my own <clears throat> sofa in a different place yeah i yeah. think that
1: you could be <clears throat> drunk enough to confuse another house for your house
2: it's possible. I mean, yep. I think certainly when you you know live in like an apartment complex or something, that could happen. My older sister once confused <clears> a sofa <throat> cushion for a toilet seat
1: lid
4: and picked <laughs> up the cushion of the sofa, puked. Oh and then boy! Put it back <laughs> <down>. <laughs> at least
2: she had the so. There's at that. Least she's polite <laughs> enough to put it down,
4: or maybe she just wanted to do that, and it was all justification. Also, if this happened to me, not my moment of shame, I would be like, "Do you want to hear the most terrifying fucking yeah. thing that has ever happened to me?" I came downstairs, and a drunk guy was passed down yeah. on my couch.
2: Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think I would try and slip past him and then run outside and call the police is what I would try and do. I don't I want to be trapped that. upstairs. Yeah. I understand that. This guy seemed pretty chill about it.
4: Yeah, very relaxed, almost like... Did he know the person? Mm-hmm. Did I ever tell? Mm-hmm. Also, think he is... he has beer and gin just hanging around. What kind of alcoholic is he?
2: Yeah, I know. Oh, what kind of Rockefeller, more specifically? Who has beer and <laughs> heart did. A? Jesus Christ! Notice
4: the gin on the coffee table, so the gin was out. Mmm, the See gin was here? out. You're... I was
2: very good at Clue. This guy, is... <laughs> this guy is yeah. This guy's a suspect character too. I don't know if he's an unreliable narrator. A man who owns gin? Did I? Did... I don't want to listen to a man who owns gin. Did I ever mention to you this time when I was like
1: eight or nine years old, and I slept through this whole thing, but my mom was this, my mom so our our apartment or flat in San Francisco uh was, you know, it was a half of a duplex, so it was a whole floor. It qualifies yeah. as a flat. I'm not just being affectedly British. Sure. Um our 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 flat in San Francisco uh had a dining room, but I had a bedroom and then we had a bedroom that we would like rent out to ESL students in the back. So my mom's bedroom was actually the dining room.
3: Hmm.
1: So it was in the front of the house, in other words. And one day she woke up and uh, there was a man with a knife in her bedroom uh, going through her shit, uh, uh, presumably looking for jewelry or something and my mom at this point was probably what 45 or 50 somewhere in there um screamed ran him out of the house chased him down the street <laughs> and awesome. around the block and lost
2: him somewhere Around
1: yeah. the block, yeah. Well, I mean, she wasn't wearing shoes for sure. one thing. She's just wearing a nightgown. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I'm going to get your <laughs> your chasing shoes on.
4: Uh, and that guy is still shaken by that memory. Yeah, <laughs>
1: That's good. it was very prof- <laughs> pr- It was very traumatic for him.
4: That's amazing. Uh, I grew up in a grocery store because my parents owned grocery stores, just like convenience size or mm-hmm. deli size, whatever you want to call it. And uh, I was a young kid, but we all worked at that store. My someone people would rob it all the time, right? Uh, mostly for cigarettes and cash. A guy came in. My older brother was working with scissors. That was his weapon. Wow. Scissors. And we car- We had some dog repellent that we were selling, just basically paprika spray, I think. Okay. And he just wanted the money in the cash. Uh, and so my brother grabbed the paprika spray, spray the guy. The guy was like, ah, grabbed like, I don't know, 40 bucks, started to take off. Store was in a strip mall. My brother called out to this guy, Nick, who, who ran the pizza shop. Nick came out with a knife and threw it at the guy. Oh, my God. And hit him in the shoulder. And so he was like ah and, it, ah, with the, his and eyes. the the
2: blade hit him in the shoulder? The sh- blade like hit it's... him in the
4: shoulder. Like actually like he made contact. He threw Jeez. a knife at him and got him. And but in Like his shoulder. a pizza knife? A uh yeah, for he was cutting. He was cutting up uh the vegetables. Yeah, like for the a pizza. chef knife. Like a chef knife. Wow. That guy, that pizza guy Nick was he was maybe a monster or a criminal. I don't know. Sure, a thing. man
2: who has thrown a knife before. He made a good pizza, It seems though. like so... The, like the, the practical idea of like throwing a knife at someone and the blade hitting them yeah, correctly... The, the blade hit ...seems like hit such him. a long shot unless you're trained.
4: Yeah, somehow he did it. And then the guy... I mean, it was a little tiny mm. parking lot, so he didn't probably throw up far, but he mm-hmm. made contact. And then the guy got to his car, and he had locked himself out. <laughs> and he came back to the store, put the 40 bucks on the counter... And sat down and cried.
2: Oh, my gosh. Holy shit.
4: And they they called the police.
2: Wow. That is really (laughs) intense. Had,
4: w- did he leave his keys in the store? He left his keys in the car. I guess this was oh, like, no. yeah, yeah. I mean, it was a yeah. Amateur.
1: And his was forty Canadian dollars, so that's like thirty five. <laughs> yeah, American at the time dollars. he he dealt with it as forty Canadian.
2: I mean, I think there's. I mean, obviously, I think we Americans have this stereotype of Canadians as being soft and polite, but it sounds like it's pretty fucked up up there. Yeah,
4: yeah. Yeah, well, you know. And it was written up in the uh, Calgary Herald oh, boy. with the title Robbery of Errors. Oh, someone was so happy to like do that. that. That's nice. That's
2: a cute headline. Yeah, sure. I, yeah, I would think I would be a little bit – it's a special kind of terror when I see, think that someone has scissors because it does mean that they are desperate. Desperate. It seems like I'm improvising a weapon, so I am more likely to
4: lash to yeah, out. the fact that out. his injury was with something – that was a better, better than what he had. Than than yeah. what he had. <laughs> Next time, go to the pizza shop, steal the knife. Anyways. Yeah. What's Do
1: you think two? you could have stole the knife with the scissors?
4: <laughs> you Can you steal Nick the
1: knife with down. You
2: use the scissors to steal the knife. You use the knife to rob the store. You kick your keys and in your pocket so you don't get caught. Hey. I love that nursery rhyme. My mom sang it to me before bed, and it's never made sense until now. She would enter this trance. It's a
4: str- it was a strange
2: upbringing.
1: It makes
4: sense now. He, makes
2: didn't, sense. he
1: didn't want the $40 in the first place. <laughs> it's just hard for farmers to find wives.
2: <laughs> Especially down there in the Dell. Are you kidding? Jesus Christ. It's a real sausage party. Let's take our next call.
5: Hi, Jordan, Jesse, and guest. This is James from Wellington, New Zealand. Uh, the other day, I got on the train, sat down, and realized I was sitting next to Jim Bolger, who was our Prime Minister for the first six years of my life. So that was pretty cool. Uh, keep up the good work.
2: Now that's what I like. Hold on. band meeting? Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Is that racist? Yeah.
1: Okay. Against <laughs> New Zealanders now.
2: Yeah. All New Zealanders are Murray from Flight of the Conchords. Go ahead. (laughs) Um, uh, What I like
1: about this momentous occasion is, number one, it's not just weird sex shit. Yeah. I'm not saying don't call in your weird sex shit. Obviously, you should call in your weird sex shit. It's just that I I don't want people to get discouraged and not call in non-weird sex shit. Mm Mm-hmm. If you or next... things that don't have anything to do with sex at all.
4: <laughs> I don't think you ever have to worry about encouraging or not encouraging people with the weird sex shit. They will still call.
1: I do. Yeah. I want the you not. You can say no yeah. more sex shit. You're going to get the calls. Yeah. I want It'll make encourage... them want to do it more
2: because it's forbidden. <laughs> it's taboo. That's right. I
1: want to encourage classic style, non-sexual, mm-hmm. uh, classic style, non-sexual momentous occasions mm-hmm. is what I'm looking for. Yeah. And I think sitting on the subway train next to the prime minister of New Zealand is a good one. It is good. And
4: now, that the prime minister takes the subway.
1: I would have – now, I having said all of that, you tell me, and his dick was out, I'm in. Like, that does <laughs> sure. Red, sure. does really raise the stakes. And I was
2: on the train to go to the doctor because I had lost a dildo in my butt. <laughs> yeah. You lose the dildo inside <laughs> your butt. You go on the train to see the – Shit, Prime Minister doesn't fit into that rhyme Prime scheme. Minister. I'll work okay. on this.
1: It's okay. Um, but I think that's a lot of fun. And I also appreciate that this foreigner knew that he couldn't just say the name of the Prime Minister and <laughs> think, <yeah. laughs> and pretend that we would know who that mm-hmm. is. I mean, you could be there and I, I sat down next to George H.W. Bush and we would say, sorry, not mm-hmm. familiar. No. Nope. Related to... Football running
2: back Reggie Bush? I don't know. No way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: Why All the initials.
4: Yeah, that's what I would say. It's a few too many. It's a few too many. We
2: were all talking to talk like this. Like, we're <laughs> I don't
1: know what we were
2: If I, I said,
4: said I sat down on the subway next to Jean Chrétien, what would you say? Gesundheit. Okay. Okay. Just checking. Just checking. Just checking. Who is that? That's an old prime minister of Canada. Ah. You know. hmm Within your lifetime, it's ah,
1: fine. jean Chrétien. yeah, <laughs> that's a nice name. <laughs> he his nice claim to fame.
4: Name. It did make American news because someone broke into um, the the version of Parliament, not his his house. Yeah, the uh, I guess he just of the sleeps White house. at Parliament. No, yeah, no, they <laughs> were, broke into his house cot. and they, but they broke in. Like a guy broke into the house. That has, that's how high the security is. Yeah, and Jean-Crétin, Chrétien, who is a uh, tough Quebecois
2: or um,
1: strangled previous- him.
2: Wait, strangled
3: him? <laughs> wow.
2: <laughs> <laughs> to death? No, he, he lived. Are you guys ashamed <laughs> that Drake just let that lady take his soda? <laughs> right. We're,
4: right? Ca-
2: we're Canadians. We're a strangling people. Yeah. You're supposed if, to strangle. If Drake had ever
1: trapped a fur, mm-hmm. as I'm sure Jean Chrétien had, I think he would have had the strength.
4: I actually believe he grabbed the—this is the truth—he grabbed the guy with one of his hands and with the other grabbed a sculpture, which I think was a famous Inuit piece of art. Oh, boy. And hit him on the head, and there was all this controversy about the sculptor.
2: <laughs> the oh, was he being disrespectful to the work of art? <laughs> That's right. Wow, when he was bludgeoning the intruder. But
4: everyone was kind of—I mean, the reaction of Canada was like, uh, good for you, man. Like, you know, people were pretty impressed mm. with him.
1: It's yeah, impressive. One, one time by my house, my uh board of supervisors member uh like tackled a guy who had broken into a car. It was the highlight of my entire <laughs> life. I like just reading about my local city councilman. Sure. Tackling a a car break-in guy.
2: Didn't Tom Hardy, like, jump-kick a guy off a scooter
1: recently?
3: Yes. <laughs> yeah. yes.
4: That happened. Yeah, right. I know. It's that kind of stuff that makes you actually... That's what they're supposed to be. Yeah. Mind, right? They're supposed to be kind of superhero-y or something.
1: I guess my concern is I'm not 100% confident of Tom Hardy's general <laughs> commitment to civic life. Sure. In the way that I am my local city councilman. No, I, I understand that. If... Tom Lebonge, sure. If he's doing it, yeah, well, I believe that. But if it's Jean Claude Van Damme, well, maybe he's just doing it for the glory. Could be. Tom Lebonge, mm-hmm. Councilman Tom Lebonge, he's Le doing Bonge. it because
2: he believes in.
1: He's trying to further uh, an equitable system of government by the people and for the people. You think
2: globally, you act locally. Exactly. If a guy steals your scooter, you jump kick him off it.
1: Yeah. You think globally, act locally, jump kick scooter. (laughs) See something, (laughs) kick something. (laughs) We have one more call. Let's hear it.
5: Hi, Jordan. Hi, Jesse. Hi, possible guest. (laughs) I have a momentous occasion to share that certainly wouldn't be something worth sharing. Had it not been for all the good, good, max fun listeners. After surgery yesterday, I was diagnosed with a very aggressive cancer. This treatment will paralyze and disfigure me. Top that off with the fact that I'm gonna have to endure a year of radiation and chemo. Well, after returning home from what was probably the worst day of my life to date, I found two care packages in my kitchen address from fellow Max Funsters, including cards from Maximum Fun HQ, gifts from fellow Max Funsters, and a batch of homemade blondies made from Jesse's secret recipe baked by the amazing and hilarious Ms. Bowser. I want to say thank you in advance for all the podcasts I'm going to be listening to this year. And a special thank you to you. Thank you, Alexandra, Talcott, Tom, Tara, Padraic, Padraic, sorry, bud, Candace, Charlie, Randy, Aubrey, Cajun Bill, Scott, Jacob, Woody, the wonderful people at Maximum Fun HQ. I don't know what I'd do without you. Love you guys. Bye.
1: It's our buddy Threeper. Yeah.
2: yeah, he's a uh, he's a big uh, Big Max Fun fan, Big Max Fun booster, very active on the Reddit. Uh, one of the uh, one of the top internet guys, in my opinion, uh, had a real uh, had a real tough surgery, and we're all thinking about him.
1: Yeah, we're all, we're we're all thinking about we're thinking about you. And I was I was so uh, grateful to hear from those Max Fun fans who uh, reached out to him, who knew him from Reddit and from the There's a Max Fun Slack. Uh, knew him from those and uh, reached out to offer him some support, and we're glad to do the same because goodness knows he supported us plenty over the years. So. Yeah, for sure. Uh, uh, shout out to Threeps. Um, hope everybody who's on the Twitters and the Reddits and the Slacks and whatnot and the Facebook group are all uh, uh, sending sending old Threeps your thoughts. Uh, he's a good dude and a uh, longtime supporter of ours. We're very, we're very grateful for everything he's done for us, and uh, we'll be thinking of him and, and wishing him uh, all the best that he can hope for as he uh, deals with what's going to be a little bit of a tough time.
2: Yeah, um, but yeah, and and, uh, and yeah, you guys are the best. I definitely, definitely is always nice to see uh, and to hear about um, when fans of the show rally to do something cool. It's not just you know, yeah. it's not just about podcasts or comedy or whatever it's about uh creating a kind of a cool little support network and uh definitely it uh makes us feel like uh doing this doing this dumb thing is kind of worth it so that's, that's so amazing thank you thank you very much to everybody who helped him out it's a, it's very very cool to hear about
1: I also enjoy hearing about weird sex stuff that fans. Sure,
2: do. yeah. I mean, that, I mean, obviously, <laughs> we want you to support your I have a pretty, pretty mainstream sex life. Max I've been married a long fans. time. My wife and I,
1: you know, we have a we have a, a robust <laughs> intimate life, sure. but nothing weird. And and it's just fun to hear about it what is, people are up it's to. Fun. Out
4: there. You know, I, I have this big, as you know, because we talked about it. I wrote about sex in a memoir, and people are always like, "Oh, you, now that you're married, are you going to write another follow up book?" And I'm like, "No." Because no. n- nobody wants to hear about Sex with My Husband. That book, yeah, if nice. you write it, is in health and wellness. Like, that's where that <laughs> going, right? Like, it's not like a fun comedic memoir. Right, right. It's not something that you write.
2: <laughs> it's a graph on the cover. Yeah, that's right. It's just bar graph on here.
1: <laughs> if you've um, got a momentous occasion for us, 206 984 fun is the number to call. And the thing to do is to put that number into your telephone, 206 206- 984 4FUN. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. (laughs) It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's Radio Sweetheart, Jordan Morris, Boy Detective, and Ophira Eisenberg. You you can have a (laughs) nickname. You've kind of been
4: boning it it on the nicknames for Uh, the whole show. Right. I should have come up with a nickname from the very start. You know what nickname I'm not going to use? Oaf. I'm going to use my coffee name. Vera Eisenberg. Joan.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I don't think we've ever had a nickname that's just another name. Yeah. I like it. Pretty good. It's rock solid.
1: Pretty good. That's fun. I like it a lot. And it's fun. I bet that's fun for your husband, too, because sometimes when you're at home together, you can be the coffee name. Yeah, I sure. can be the coffee name. You know, you just do a little, uh... <laughs> Who am I talking to now? Is this, Is this Europe, Joan? or
4: Joan? I would like to speak with Joan, yes. if at possible. Is there all possible. something
1: wrong in the secretarial pool of Sterling Draper Cooper Price? <laughs> Goodness, Joan, aren't you a tall latte. <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, Ofira Eisenberg, yes, dear. We mentioned this briefly, but you're the host of NPR's Ask Me Another. I sure am. I bet that's available on podcast.
4: It is available on the podcast
1: now. Yeah. Ofira, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be brutally honest. Great, with you. finally, because I think you deserve brutal honesty. Okay? Sure, I don't, but, yeah, I- I'm am an Ofira Eisenberg fan, but that's not enough to sell me on the podcast, Ask Me Another. And sure, I like I like uh, f- fun comic trivia games played in front of a live audience, yeah. but again, that's not enough. You would have to tell me that one of the most beloved peripheral figures in the world of Maximum Fun, yes. the, one of the most beloved... beloved Satellite Max Fun would-be members, and one of my favorite guys in the entire world was involved. in asked me another for me to really get into this show, like Jonathan Colton. Yeah, exactly. Oh, like yeah, Jonathan Colton. Sure.
4: Um, all right. Wish granted. Whoa! Holy yeah. shit! Yeah. It's yeah. Y- that's right
3: Oh my gosh That's one oh of my favorite my guys gosh. He's oh great I, I mean
4: I met him through Of course the show uh, But he's a uh, He's a good person To do a show with
1: He's one of my favorite guys In the world yeah. Jonathan Colton yep. Love that guy Got that b- beautiful house In Brooklyn Very jealous of his beautiful house I know What a gorgeous house He's got like The whole recording area Oh it's a beautiful house Sounds like a whole thing He did. He did well cool wife who pushes him around. That's great. I like that. (laughs) She's so cool.
2: Who doesn't have a cool wife? I want a cool wife that pushes me around.
1: I know. Uh,
2: I will say I don't know I don't know how long you can get to this because I'm not sure about the rules regarding these things. Sure. But Ophira was very funny on At Midnight. That's very sweet. Last week I think it is still up for viewing on your channel cable company's on-demand system or on the Comedy Central app. Mm-hmm. Uh, you were very funny on the show and, spoiler alert, won the whole fucking thing. Thanks, Jordan. So, maybe go watch that if you want to.
1: Yeah. I also want to mention something cool, which is uh, a thank you to everyone who has let me and Jordan know how much you enjoy Jordan's Pilot Bubble. Yeah, thank you very much.
2: It's uh, It's been really cool to hear people uh, like a thing that more often than not no one ever gets to experience. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, if if if, you, if for some reason you haven't uh, you don't know, I wrote a pilot, it's called Bubble. It's kind of a funny sci-fi kind of show. Um, we put it up in the feed, it's up on SoundCloud and uh definitely love hearing from people who have listened to it because uh if 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 you know anything about showbiz usually a pilot just uh sits in a drawer and then goes in the garbage and <laughs> nobody ever uh nobody ever gets to enjoy it so it's very cool that people are enjoying it.
1: Jordan, are you available to do press around this uh, at all? Like would you be would you be willing to do an interview for a blog or a news website or
2: newspaper guys uh, Absolutely, I am available for press. The New Yorker, The Atlantic. Can yeah. I hold on Cat just one second? Vanity Fair, Guns and Ammo.
1: <laughs> Tad, friend of the New Yorker, I know you're listening right now. Yeah, hit up Jordan.
2: Hit me up, hit up Jordan. Uh, yeah, it's a it's it's a, it's a it's it's a cool show. It's got a it's got a terrific cast filled with Jordan Jesse Go regulars, and uh, yeah. And if you wanna if you wanna if you wanna press, th- I was gonna say press the flesh about it. Yeah, what do you call? Talking about something that's it's like called, a cute way to say it. It's Press the Flesh. Dumping it out. If you want to dump it out about the show, I would I would love to talk to you about it on uh, whatever medium you would like to talk to me about it on. And, you know, I have a quick announcement
1: mm-hmm. uh, that is related to that. One of the stars of that show, mm-hmm. a guy who did a really wonderful job acting in Bubble, is our friend Mike Mitchell. Sure. Mike Mitchell, of course, is the co-host of one of our favorite podcasts, The Doughboys, mm-hmm. over there on the Feral Audio Network. And uh, Mike and Nick Weiger were kind enough to have me on their show this oh. week. Uh, the three of us went to a restaurant uh, called Mr. Pizza Factory. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the most popular pizzeria in Korea. There are over 400 locations in Korea. There's only one in the United States. We ate a pizza with cocktail sauce and shrimps on it. <laughs> uh, we ate a, s- a pizza with uh, bacon, corn streusel and dried cranberries uh and both of those pizzas was one of those pizzas had a sweet potato stuffed crust and one of them had a classic hash brown crust sure um it was astonishing and i had a wonderful time talking with them about that that will be out uh the same week that this episode is out uh a couple days later so Go go check out the Doughboys. Yeah.
4: Now, were these pizzas delicious? Would you go back and have more of these pizzas?
1: No. Okay. Um, Just checking. These pizzas were, I mean, spoiler alert, um, I would say overall uh, uh, these pizzas were not as weird as I would have liked them to have been, not as good as I would have liked them to have been, and not as bad as I would have liked them to <laughs> <Okay>. have been. <laughs> right. Uh they were um they were of the quality of like uh like a round table pizza. Like they were not good quality pizzas. They weren't like gas station quality, but I expect Basically, I thought I was going to a sort of um, cheesecake factory of Korea when, in fact, I was going to a sort of uh,
2: Shakey's of Korea.
1: (laughs) Okay. Um, And I was disappointed by that. You
2: didn't even get to play Cruise in USA, probably. No, I didn't at all.
1: And the worst thing was there was, like, no culturally specific Korean shit. It was a weird idea of what America is. Right. So I think the
2: time I went to Mr. Pizza Factory I had one with like potato disks.
1: Mine like had boiled potato, potato disks. Yeah, the one of the ones I had. I kind of liked it. it yeah. The like, b- boiled potato disks by that's yeah. their signature pizza was by far the
2: most palatable.
4: This sounds to me like vaping is to smoking personally.
2: Oh sure. Wow. Yes. Like
4: I feel like vaping is what a computer thinks smoking is. <laughs>
2: <laughs> love to vape. <laughs> what is love? Must blow fat clouds. Exactly. I am right. I am like human. (laughs) You humans blow fat clouds. So I must blow fat clouds.
4: Do androids dream of blowing fat clouds? Do they? That's the question. I think they do. Or, or Skinny Clouds.
2: That's Yeah. Well, I mean, I think we could, we'll all, we'll all uh, solve that riddle when the uh, Vape Runner sequel comes out Soon. this year starring Ryan Gosling.
1: <laughs> well, Ophira, it has been a joy to have you on the program. Thank you for making the time thank to do this. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, of course. Thank you for telling us that you were going to be here in Los Angeles away from your home in New York City. It's weird. As a new
4: parent, it's weird.
1: Yeah. You're, you're, you're glad to be rid of the child, though, right?
4: It's interesting. You know, just later, Later guilty. for you, asshole. Yeah. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> Let him miss me. Yeah. yeah. I'm going
1: to get hammered. <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's
1: and then would... drive. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Crash, crash. Yeah, uh, Late. Uh, late. <laughs> 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 drunk, drunk, drunk.
1: Um, uh, ask Me Another available on your local radio station uh, or on your local podcasting application. Uh, Ophira Eisenberg, thank you so much for joining us. Thank uh, you, you. can also catch Ophira at uh, stand-up comedy venues around this great nation, but mostly in New York. True. Uh, Daniel Baruela is on the boards this week. Thank you, Daniel. Uh, our producer, Brian Sunny D. Fernandez. Um, we're on Reddit at MaximumFun.Reddit.com. We're on Facebook. Just search for Maximum Fun and Jordan Jesse Go. We are on Twitter, at Jesse Thorne, at Jordan underscore Morris, and with the hashtag #JJGo and Jordan, you're a Hollywood writer. That's true. Solidarity forever. Yes, union forever. Maybe uh, for the union makes us strong. Mm-hmm. Um, if 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 the worst happens and there is not a settlement in the in the potential writer strike as we record yes. this, that will become public. It will be decided the day after this episode comes mm-hmm. out. What are you going to do with all your time?
2: Well, I don't want to promise anything too big. Right. But there may be a special, I have a lot of time on my hands, additional podcast <gasps> coming to MaximumFun.org featuring me and a co-host who you know from this show. It's not me. Who you love. It's not you. No, they don't love me. It's not a co-host from it's a it's a it's a a, a beloved guest yeah. from this show. Mm-hmm. I we'll can be co-hosting that. with me. It's a weird way
4: for you to ask.
2: A show. <laughs> do you how much time will you have? Are you willing to relocate?
4: You have to fly back.
2: You are after all the guest on the most hated episode of George <laughs> Jessica right. of all time because least, it was the one after the retcon. <laughs> So, yeah, uh, check it so out. Keep I your eyes peeled. Yes, it may happen. It may not happen. But I, there might be an additional Jordan Morris project coming to podcasting very soon. Yeah. Unless the writer strike doesn't happen, then it won't. Yeah. See,
4: but I'm glad you're advertising it now because if the yes. writer strike happens, the amount of podcasts will God,
2: be- I know. I was like, yes, what are all the strike podcasts going to be? It's just going to be yes, everyone, everyone. Welcome
4: to one hour of negotiation talk.
2: Yeah, right. <laughs> it's going to be your everyone's day is going to be four hours of picketing <laughs> and then two hours of podcasting. Well, it uh, might be a web series. Yeah, Think maybe a web series. Yeah, maybe a web series. Maybe so, yeah, maybe like a kind of an oniony kind of sure, uh, political sure. article kind of thing. Yeah, Who knows? Maybe We're, a blog. We'll brainstorm it. Uh, so yeah, so keep an eye out for that. Definitely like follow follow us all on social media, and we will be talking about that if it happens. Yeah, we'll talk to you next time. Jordan, Jesse, go.
1: MaximumFun.org.
3: Comedy and culture. Artist owned.
5: Listener supported.